Views and opinions expressed by callers, guests, and hosts do not necessarily reflect those of the Black Talk Radio Network and Black Talk Media Project. Black Talk Radio is new black media for the new millennium. for the world financial system, but may also have empowered the people of Africa, something black activists say the U.S. wants to avoid at all costs. We're slicing cake. We're slicing cake. We're slicing cake. Say the U.S. wants to avoid at all costs. Gaddafi didn't give up. In the months leading up to the military intervention, he called on African and Muslim nations to join together to create this new currency that would rival the dollar and euro. They would sell oil and other resources around the world only for gold dinars. It's an idea that would shift the economic balance of the world. Countries' wealth would depend on how much gold they have, not how many dollars they trade. And Libya has 144 tons of gold. Welcome everyone to Tingo Radio Show brought to you by Black Talk Radio Network. I'm your host Dave from LA, coming to you live from region number six. Today is May the 3rd, 2019. It is a Friday. We have a live show for you today. Uh, on Monday, Scotty will be traveling, uh, so we won't, uh, and our condolences to Scotty and the family uh, for his aunt's services. So we won't have a show on Monday, um, and I don't think um, we'll see if, if Scotty's back. I don't know if we're going to be able to have one on Tuesday as well. I made a mistake yesterday. I thought that Scotty was going to be traveling yesterday and today, uh, so please forgive uh, that uh, oversight by me, and that was the only reason why we didn't have a show yesterday. So uh, please forgive that, my mistake. So, But with that being said, uh, we want. I just want to send my sincere condolences to Scotty and to the family uh, at this time, and the the misery of the transformation is only for those that haven't made it, while the promise of peace is eternal for those that have. So I just want to say that, and much love, much respect to the family, to Scotty and the family uh, at this time. So a lot going on in the world, and we're going to get into that. But the only reason why we can get into that and have a live show today is because of Black Talk Radio Network, excuse me. And that is – I dropped something. Sorry about that. I'm trying to catch something, and, and uh, I missed it, and it made me cause me to clap my hands. So excuse me about that. didn't mean to have that uh, noise, not having the, the proper radio etiquette there. Excuse me. Sorry about that. So – but we're going to uh, get into today's show. But like I was saying, the only reason why we can have today's show and bring you the information that we brought to you in the past and, and hopefully are going to bring to you into the, into the future is because Black Talk Radio Network um, is still on and it's not, going, it's not uh, actually um, been 
excuse me, is not going dark because of because of the work that Scotty has done and because of the work of, of others, but that is not going to, to be enough going forward because, you know, you can only give all that you have, and once that, that's, that's given, that is what you have gotten, and it's gotten us this far, but we're going to need your support, the listener's support. If you listen to Black Talk Radio Network, which many, many, many do, we need you to support Black Talk. We need you to support what you listen to. And if you could give a financial donation, uh, this is the time to do that for us to be able to stay on air. And you can do that by going to www.blacktalkradionetwork.com, find a donation prompt, hit it. Give some of your financial energy. Give a donation. Or you can do it the most expedient way is become a member inside of this social media platform known as BTR Community. And BTR Community is a social media platform where you can engage in all of your social media activities without being as adversely affected as you otherwise would be by utilizing the mainstream ones such as Fedbook, uh, Telling, which is, is tweeting. So please, engage in that. Your, your information will not be sold by the, by the overall platform, so it's a more holistic way, and you can promote things about yourself, your business, or bring to light things that you think need to have more public awareness or you want to discuss and talk about. It's a centralized place where you can actually come into, into unification of different things. So use the platform within reason. You can do all of those things within reason in order to better the overall conditions of yourself, your family, and the overall general uh, community at large. So it is important that we do do that. So please support the network. For only $24 a year, you can join BTR Community, and you can do that at www.btrcommunity.com and join for $24 a year. That supports the network. Also, if you would like to acquire real money, which you should be doing, especially now and where things are, are going to and evolving uh, forward and, and where they're going to be uh, starting the events that we're going to start to see, you're going to need some real money. You can do that by going to Prosperity Mint. Prosperity Mint is a full-service precious metals dealership where you can engage in exchanging your currency for real money. Definitely check out what's in the inventory there. Then email info at prosperitymint.com, info at prosperitymint.com. So very, very important that you all do that. Okay, so we're going to get into today's show. And at any time, if you'd like to get in on the conversation, don't hesitate. Give us a call, 704-802-5056, 704-802-5056. Uh, Pastor Keith is, is there um, in, in queue. So, Keith, if you want to chime in at any time, just unmute yourself and then uh, jump in. And I think that today's show is very significant and wanted to talk about, especially some of the things that's going on in the world. And just before we get into what's in the news, let's just tell you what today's topic is going to be. And today's topic is the truth upheld by lies and poisoned evil in the art of being tyrannical. And I wanted to have that because one thing that we think that we have to come to grips with is that there is a truth that is being upheld by lies and by poisoned evil. And I would say that the system of governance globally has mastered the art of being tyrannical. And the truth is this, that in this government, as well as 
probably all of the governments, all of the global governments, especially, and mainly, are all part of a agenda, a conspiracy agenda, and they've mastered the art of being tyrannical, to being ones that purvey tyranny, to being ones that lie, that steal, that cheat, that murder. And the truth is, that's what is. The lie is that is being all up is the the part of it. The truth is being upheld by lies and poisoned evil. Not just of one government, but of them all. But I'm going to specifically address the one that I have more familiarity with. And that would be the United States. And this this is the truth. The truth is that this corporation and this statehood governs by lies, by stealing, by murdering, by cheating, and by unethical tactics. And it's purposely being done so. And they hide it behind all lies saying that they're not doing those things, but the evidence of that is very apparent. And that's the truth. Now with having the truth being presented to you, to your family, to us as a communal entity globally, as living being, as people, living people, there's always a choice in how we're going to respond to that. How much of that will you take? How much will we continue to allow to adversely affect us? Because I'm going to tell you, regardless of where you live and under what conditions you live under, you are subjugate to this system. There are degrees of the subjugation, but the degrees of subjugation is not measured out or imparted or dispersed because of your favor, because of anything that you've done, because of what you look like, where you were born, who you were born under, what name you carry. It's not disseminated based off of that, which most people like to think, because the system has is, is taught us to be just like them, to actually think that there are measures of some person, a, a, a person being more important than another person. One, these people are more important than these people. See, that's the overall hoax. The system does that for leverage. If it can divide and have leverage weighed in one area that is going to maintain their control over 
over the overall the true situation and the direction of the situation so that the outcome and their methods will bring about their objective, they are going to put those individuals in the false pretense that they are preferred. They are so-called chosen. And you're just chosen for the season. But you're being rightfully seasoned to be cooked. And that's the truth. And if you really look at what this system does and how it works, what they say is an objective to what they do. They just master the art of propaganda. And part of that, mastering that part of, of, of propaganda means that you can asymmetrically deceive people into thinking something that is not true. So even when they see the truth, they won't even recognize it as such. And here's where we stand. So the truth upheld by lies and poison evil in the art of being tyrannical is what the U.S. government and corporation practices by demand. It itself and those individuals that make up and comprise of the overall corporation are under directives to uphold that. And they're willing participants. I would say this before we get into what's in the news. You have the so-called United States of America, the Corporation of the United States of America, has never been about freedom or liberty. It's always been a, a pay state in oppression. This is why you have the falsehoods. The truth of the matter is that there's always been a dictatorship here, abroad, in the global community, that the everyday persons and everyday people of the world have to deal with, have to contend with, and are burdened by, subjugated under, and oppressed Within the United States, here's the truth of the United States. It lies, it cheats, it steals, it murders, it subjugates. This is why you have the Patriot Act, NDAA. This is why you have the overall articulation as the reason why they need to torture. Because if you have the overall mentality of a torturer, that means you have the overall mentality of a murderer. You find pleasure in that. And this is the true state. How many wars do we need to see before we realize that there is a psychopathic and sociopathic agenda 
that continues to wage these wars that kills millions, hundreds of thousands upon millions at each incident and building up to those incidents and then so-called the de-escalation of those incidents. The murders still continue. And they say that they're doing this for just reason. There is no such thing as justifiable homicide. What happens is that they plant that seed in your head and then they'll tell you what that word means. It means they're hiding their lie. And the thing about it is that now they've gotten so bold in it. They'll tell you that they're torturing people, but there's reasons why they're torturing people. What does that mean is that they have a plan to torture you, regardless of what your economic, geopolitical, ethnic, or, or social standing is. There, it will be, there will be and there will come a time that torture will be warranted for you. And it's by different degrees. But what has to happen is that you have to get the people of the world to uphold this and to allow this to happen because it can't survive without your energy. So we've been indoctrinated to become the minions of tyranny. Hey, David. We can't wait for the next opportunity to, pro to, to project that. Yes, go ahead, Scotty. You know, I was just in a conversation yesterday and part of this morning with an individual on social media. So this is what was said. And it ties in to what you just said. When you said it don't matter your political gang affiliation, your ethnicity, um, your religion, none of that matters. You know what I'm saying? Right. None of that matters. Right, right. But the part that you really talk about in not participating. So the conversation was about um, something happening in, in, in a black community. I don't know what city it was. It wasn't the police who did it, but it was, you know, just some crime that happened. So this person said, you know, this is why we need our own police like that. You know, basically saying skin color. Um, because, you know, you're not going to have your own police force. You know what I'm saying? I mean, the Black Panthers tried it, you know, and it wasn't to police the people. It was to police the police. But I was like, you know, it don't matter to me about the skin. I didn't got into it with so many people over this. What do it matter to me, the color of a skin uh, of slave catcher? His skin color right. don't matter nothing. He's doing he's doing what he he wants to do. That's his job. And you know there was a study right. that said black cops and Hispanic cops are likely to shoot a black person just as likely as a white cop. And you know the media's putting this narrative out there like all we got to worry about is the white cops. The black cops and the Hispanic cops are our friends, and they not. They not. And 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 it depends. It depends on the individual. It comes down to individual morality, your principles, yeah. whether or not you yeah. want to practice justice. The melanin in my skin does not guarantee that I'm going to practice justice. That I'm never going to mistreat anyone because I have mistreated people in the past that I shouldn't have. You know. So so. Yeah. But participating. Well. And so I told this person, look. He want to get into philosophical debates and talking about, I don't know nothing about neocolonialism. 
I was like, I spent six years in the U.S. military. So don't tell me I don't know nothing about neocolonialism. I spent six I spent six months in Iraq. And it was only then um that I did some soul searching and also influenced by Malcolm X biography that I said, you know what? Soon as I get back, you know, my reenlistment will be coming up in a matter of months. I am not reenlisting. I am not participating in any future actions of the US military to spread global oppression and tyranny. And I think, you know, history will show that the United States has not been able to do anything. Well, any colonizer has not been able to do any colonizing without collaborators. So, again, what what does it matter about the person's skin color? What matters is their action. I mean, you know, Dr. King was right. You should judge people by the content of their character, not the color of their skin. You know, and, and, and it's just sad that we seem to think that the the answer to the problem of police brutality in our community is getting more black cops. And that's not that's just simply not true. When we stop participating in corruption, corruption will end. When we stop tolerating corruption, corruption will end. When we prosecute those who are corrupt, then it will end. Otherwise, we just, you know, we just participating in it. Man, so well said. And, you know, Sky, I would say this to you. Look at what you've done. It was such against, it was, it went against your moral constitution and your moral absolutes that you created Black Talk Radio Network. And and it's, it's amazing how individuals can just talk. But what is it that you're actually standing against? What energy are you putting against it besides just talking? Because gossipers, murmurers, the street is broad and paved with many those with those that talk. But it is never, ever, ever really moved by those that are committed to action. Those that are committed to action have to sacrifice. And the sacrifice that is made is that they're willing to give it all up. And they start those overall steps to do that. I remember someone one time, and I I find it so funny. There was another uh, radio show host who does a lot of different work, and one of the callers called in and asked him, what do you do? Talking about the radio show host. And this overall radio show host is putting their 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 family, their their name, they're they're actually using the airways to, to go against what's going on and someone had the nerve to say, What do you do? That's because that individual's mentality is not even capable of comprehending the commitment that's made because they're doing nothing. So, Scotty, yes, you know how this system Methodizes its agenda through different facets and different because it doesn't just come in one form. The, the deception and the devil changes the changes codes, but the, the but the overall objective of that devil is always the same. 
to destroy and subjugate. So it's so true, Scotty. It's you know, it's it's this is where we are and and I think that there needs to be and I think that there is really a global awakening that's happening. And that global awakening is happening to where people are are becoming very uh, they don't trust, and that's a good first step. Then there's going to be subsequent steps after that, and I'm going to tell you, the system knows, it can feel, it can see, but through all of its algorithms and through all of its indicators, all of the warning signs are coming back that, hey, danger approaches. The people globally are starting to not to buy the propaganda. And when that happens, the system automatically has a process. They've been here before. Just so happens that this may be our first time, but this process is this process is ancient. The system is ancient. It's been here before. And one of the things that it will do is that it will kill you with experience. Because this may be our first time, but it's, this is not the first time that, that, they, that the system has been challenged this way. So the system now realizes that it needs to invoke the measures of global war to depopulate and to get its overall strong hand of control, its so-called pimp hand, with a stronger grasp. And that's a part of what we're going to be talking about and what we need to look at. And we're going to jump into what's in the news and get into today's show. So let's do that. And anytime you'd like to get in on the conversation, give us a call, 704-802-5056. First article comes from Strategic Culture Foundation. Pompeo lies, cheats, and steals, but he's still a good Christian. The U.S. Department of Secretary, excuse me, the U.S. Department of State Secretary, Secretary of State Mike Pompeo, who I call Mike Pompano, recently re, uh, uh, recounted to an audience at Texas A and M University that when he was the head of the CIA Central Intelligence Agency, he was responsible for lying, cheating, and stealing to benefit the United States. And we've talked about this already before. But here it is, the boldness. Let me tell you how bold this system is now. They're so bold that they tell you that they torture people. And then they try to come up with, with the ethical, justifiable reasons for torture. There never has been and there never will be. Torture is a tactic of a dictator under tyrannical rule. And that's the truth that we must come to grips with. And the sooner we come to grips with that truth, then we can state where we stand. And I would say by ignoring it, we're telling the truth where we stand. We want to be minions and uphold that as long as that torture and that waterboarding and that torture doesn't extend to us. Well, one of the things about torturers and those individuals that engage into that, they don't have favorites. They have a, a love and an appetite for torture. So at some point, they're going to turn that on to you because guess what? You're ripe for it. Just a matter of time. And I will say, 
They're doing it already and anyhow. Next article. Scotty, I want to thank you for sending this, and you posted this with us yesterday, and I had to definitely, and it's going to be a main part of today's show. And this, Scotty got this from Global Research. The essence of evil, sex with children, has become big business in America. If you look at what's going on, we have become boldfully demonic entities where we will actually take pleasure in destroying children, enslaving people, enslaving communities, enslaving countries. The appetite for rule, the appetite for power has been so heavily weighed on us and so it's become so influential that we will actually compromise all of our moral ethics. We will compromise our morality for someone else's agenda just so they will promote us into their riches. Hey Dave, I got some uh, thoughts on this as well. Um, yeah. Here, here's an excerpt. It said it said that 800,000 children go missing every year, many trafficked for sex. And my commentary was, why are we surprised that yes. the spirit of slavery and depravity still exists in the USA, which was never great for its victims? People residing in the USA are knee-deep in its original sin of slavery for which it has never repented or paid restitution and still clinging to monuments to slavers and child rapists like Thomas Jefferson and not just the Confederates, you know, because they talk, you know, when, when they talk about slavery and, and the horrors that happen to African descendant people, you know, they, they, they really want to put it on the Confederacy in the South and when it's the whole country. And so this is just th that same spirit, and we might have talked about it before, but this is that same yeah. spirit, man. That, that's slavery. Yeah. That's the spirit of slavery. And what do you think they were doing to children uh, prior to 1865? What do you think they was doing to them little African children and what have you? They was doing the same thing that these people who are behind taking these children are doing. Same spirit. It's the same spirit. And then it talked about, the article talked about, well, how, how, how did this come to be? Now, I agree with them, but again, I say it's the original uh, spirit of slavery. That's what it, but they are correct in pointing out the sexualization of children in media, because that's something I've covered in the past as part of my media studies and, and, and how they had these different programs on uh, supposed to be teenagers or middle school students. And, you know, they having sex and, and, and doing any and everything you would expect from an adult oriented program, you know, and then the ads that they have. Why do they when they have like these fashion shows and these ads and whatnot in that world? Why is it that they always always recruiting little girls? You know what I'm saying? Why not just women? It's it's little girls. You know what I'm saying? And, and so that just you know that plays a role. Uh, in it's programming again. It's programming. But again, 
800,000 people going, 800,000 children going missing every year. But where is the focus on? The focus is on rounding up, quote unquote, undocumented immigrants and locking them up and and locking up American citizens for nonviolent victimless so-called crimes and whatnot. They're not pouring resources into finding these children. No. And, and, and the immigration and the overall prosecution, the, the unjust prosecution that is, is weighed throughout the world, and particularly here in the United States, is because that gives a pool of children and people that they can enslave. Because you don't, never, you don't know what's really happening with, these, with this so-called, the so-called immigrants and, and then what happens in the overall prison. Where it's very easily that people can go missing because the, the general population gives, we give full faith and have blind faith to the authorities, and guess what they're able to do? They're able to take, how do you get to these numbers? It's because it's institutionalized. And, you know, Keith sent me something about this, um, and I wanted to cover that as well. When you, before, Keith, you want- before you get into that, I just read an article about the migrant children that's been separated from their parents. They don't know where they at. And they're saying, well, yep. we have a database, but it could be years before we could reunite them with their parents. Man, come on. We already know what's happening. It's what Scotty said. It's the spirit. That same spirit has revolutionized new ways to actually facilitate their agenda. And so the slave boats have never, ever stopped sailing. Now they actually, they steam, they actually fly, they actually are given visas, they actually have revolutionized how they're able to do it in a more effective, efficient way. And the Internet was one of the vehicles that was actually put together for that purpose, the very Internet. So Keith sent me a, yes. a article, and it was a very – this is huge, and it goes on in our community specifically at great numbers. And so Keith – you sent me, let's talk about the one article that you showed and, and showed me and we talked about uh, with the missing people. Would you just elaborate on that? Okay, I came across an article, and it basically said that there were 64,000 black women missing in the United States, and uh, which was mesmerizing, 64,000. The reason being is because when do you hear about them? You don't. You don't hear nothing about them. They're not covered in the news. There, there's no investigation going, none of that. So basically, they're just gone and don't nobody care about them going. But they, you know, it actually gets worse than that before we, you know, we start elaborating more because what I found out that there's been 64,000 women, miss, black women missing in this country since 2000, 2012. What are those yeah, numbers we're gonna like get, now? Keep, yeah, let's get, in, let, let's get through what's in the news, and then we're going to cover that, because that's what this is all about. And this is how the art of being tyrannical works. Because they tell you everything. When they tell you you have dominion over something, that means that they have dominion over you. That's what they're per- perpetuating. So... 
Let's go to the next article. Keith, we're going to come back to all of that because that's going to be mainstream. Let's get through what's in the news and then get into it because a lot of stuff that's important. Next article. All right. Um, waking also, Dave, uh, before we go, I also want to talk some more about uh, this children thing you were talking about. Yeah, it all, yeah, it'll go, it goes, yeah, we'll, it'll all go together. Yeah, we definitely will. Okay, next okay. article from Waking Times. Japan leads the way. No vaccine mandates and no MMR vaccination equals healthier children. The United States has a very high infant mortality rate of all of the industrialized countries with more American children dying at birth than in their first years than in any other comparable nation and more than half of those who survive develop at least one chronic illness. Here are the key differences between Japan and the United States. And I'm telling you, they are boastfully getting, they are becoming very bold. There is now they're talking about, uh, uh, I think it's called vampire facials, where they're using blood on people's faces. Do you see the ritual practice that, were fought, that is actually being promoted and is being politicized and is being propagandized? It's being put into you, it's being brought to you under lies and deception so that you will accept it. So who are they going to use? They're going to use their stars. They're going to use their overall sacred airways because the airways are sacred to them because then they can perpetuate their agenda. They are showing you ritual practice, practice of blood. Where are they getting the blood from? And who are they killing to get the blood? Pretty soon before you become, a, once you become addicted to it and then you become immorally inebriated, you'll never be sober to the truth anymore as far as you have become the devil that you feared. And you're practicing this. This is why they're confusing people in so many different ways about who they are and what they should be doing. And they're attacking the children in a very profound way because that's how depopulation and that's how you control even more. It is a conspiracy agenda. Because remember, they lie, cheat, steal, and kill and subjugate. And if we don't really realize that, then this, that means this that they are unable and incapable of doing anything that's moral. Blind faith is always the first step to genocide. And it's genocidal now. And it's been for a little while. Next article. This one goes to, comes from the, oh shoot. Al Marzar News, Forgotten War, Death Toll in Yemen Reaches 230,000 by the end of the year. And I would say it's probably is way more than that. The death toll from the ongoing war in Yemen, 
will reach a staggering 233,000 people if it continues to the end of 2019. And see, Yemen spills over and cross-pollinates into Syria, Iran, Iraq, the Middle East. So the thing about it is that they, the system starts small and it continues to go before you know it is so huge and then now it is upon you. And it's going to make its overall death toll rise here. Next article from Press TV. Yesterday was a significant day. The waivers for being able to buy Iranian oils expired by the United States where they said they will start sanctioning any country that starts to buy Iranian oil. OPEC chief, it is important. It is, excuse me, it is impossible to exclude Iranian oil from the market is what the OPEC chief said. It is impossible to eliminate Iranian crude oil from the global market of the United States steps up a Saudi-sponsored push to force Tehran's crude exports to zero as part of its unilateral sanctions against the Islamic Republic. They are giving you the contents and they're giving you the methods to global depopulation because it's going to lead to global war. You need to be prepared. Next article from Sputnik News, Pompeo. Pompano, I call him Pompano, Pinocchio, Pompano backpedals on U.S. claims that Venezuelan officials ready to abandon Maduro. The la- and basically the Secretary, United States Secretary of State celebrity figurehead Mike Pompeo in the interview said, the top Venezuela, said top Venezuelan officials have not been as clear about abandoning President, celebrity figurehead President Nicolas Maduro as Trump administration officials had alleged, had alleged just 24 hours ago. The ongoing thing in Venezuela is a part of the overall march towards global war that is going to be a part of the depopulation program by war so that they can have more control. Next article from RT International. This one was um, a Fox News Quote, I wasn't saying that Russia hides nukes. Fox News guest rebuts networks synopsis of the interview. And, and they had a, a congressman on, on uh, Fox News on Tuesday, and he basically was trying to defend the overall coup in Venezuela and saying that now Venezuela's in bed with, and what he basically said, Venezuela's in bed with Cuba, Russia, and China, and is not in our best interest for that to happen. Is a threat against national security because they're in bed with them. And I will say this. One thing I will say is that uh, uh, Tucker Carson questioned it and said he's lying in so many words. No, we don't see that. That's not true. But he did c- come back around to, well, you know, yes, it, it, they called it the regime. They were doing the talking points. See, they do that for a reason. They were saying, wait, give us better evidence for that, and then we'll support it. It's all a psyops. It's all a psyops. So check out that article. Next article. This one comes from CNBC. 
There's no turning back. Venezuela's Guaido remains defiant after a failed attempt to recruit military. And I will just say this. My overall opinion in this whole thing is that it's all staged for the war. It's all staged because there's, there's nothing organic about what's happening. It's all being put out to us on the, on the, on the theatrical stage, and people are reading their scripts. And I will just say this. Lopez and Guaido in Venezuela, I would just say this. You're being set up. As Ron Paul, as I said before, and then Ron Paul said on Tuesday, Guaido is probably better, better used dead. It's better, there's more collateral with Guaido being dead than alive for, for the U.S. coup attempt. And that's very true. That's very, very true. Being said, anytime you make a deal with the devil, you lose your soul. Next article. From Sputnik News, Bolden pushes military option for Venezuela as Trump's Pentagon hastens, hastens a report. Next article, very, very important one. This is why all of this is staged. From RT International, quote, don't trust anyone. Convicted liar Abrams tells Venezuela's Maduro. So let me figure ahead. Nicholas Maduro, should not, President Nicolas Maduro should not trust anyone around him, especially not the Cubans and Russians, says the U.S. point man for toppling through a coup the Venezuelan leaders after the latest failed U.S.-backed coup attempt. Elian Abrams was appointed by the Trump administration to lead the efforts to oust Nicolas Maduro. Now, why was Abrams put there? This is the system telling you one thing but showing you who they really are. It's like this. It's like a cobra or a rattlesnake coming to you, the rattlesnake shaking its rattlers and saying that, well, my, my actual bite and my poison is beneficial to you. You didn't read the new FDA report about how rattlesnake venom produces uh, health and prosperity, and then people stick their hand out. Oh, I want to bite, bite me. These snakes are the same. So check out that now. I want to say this about Venezuela. It ain't over. And it's not over by a long shot. What is going to, and I don't know how it's going to do it, but I trust nothing about it because I do know the end result. The end result is that it is going to, is going to be part and partial to the global war, World War III, that's going to lead to global nuclear war one. They're going to come to a point of contention, and there's going to be a climactic, dramatic, sensationalized moves to do that. So just because one spot of it looks like they've been defeated, no. That was planned. That was coerced. Because if you really got to look at what's the overall global objective now, and the global objective is very apparent, depopulation on a massive scale. And how, do we, how can we do that? What plausible deniability methods can we do that without the overall global community seeing that we are murderers? But sometimes 
their, their evil changes their whole demeanor. The evil changes their constitution. The evil changes their, their physical appearance, and they can't hide the evil. But they think that they're in disguise. So this whole thing in Venezuela is nowhere near over. It's only ranching up. And actually it plays out into the overall military coup and the actual military intervention by the U.S. even more so now. What military intervention would, they would, 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 would have been effective for the U.S. if Guaido would have been able to been successful in the coup? The coup didn't have. The coup was purposely not successful, so that there could be further acts in in escalation. So it's all a part of a plan. And then I thought that this article was very, very important from Strategic Culture Foundation. Listen to this, and I want you to to really listen to this from the standpoint of really grasping what the heck is going on around us globally. We are once again being set up as the people of the past were set up. We have to learn from this. From Strategic Culture Foundation, here's the article. When Nixon told us invading, invading Cambodia would save civilization, Now famed for his decision to invade Cambodia as an essential response to the existential threat. See, this is the same thing that con that Congressman and Fox and with the, with the overall with the current administration and with the overall current corporation uh, our minions are talking about. They're talking about there is a national security interest threat that is in the, in, in the hemisphere. They're using that war, wide and broad everywhere. They're using the same crap that they used before. They're just changing the language a little bit. Listen, Nixon, famed for his decision to invade C Cambodia as an existential response to a, excuse me, as an essential response to an existential threat. My fellow Americans, quote, my fellow Americans, he announced, we live in the age of anarchy, both abroad and at home. The situation was dire, not simply or evenly, or even, especially in Southeast Asia, but domestically and globally. He was basically saying that he was trying to give the overall reasons for war and violent overall overthrow so that the overall controlling factors would have their maintained position. The exact same thing is happening now. It's never ended. It's just a further perpetuation of it under different wording, but it's the same definition. Very important. Next article from Press TV. Iran will never bow to U.S. pressure. Check out that. Next article from CNBC. Trump calls for Fed to cut interest rates by 1% and urges more quantitative easing, collapse. Next article from Strategic Culture Foundation, waiver, waivers over, Bolden gets his way, the war movement. Next article, this one comes from Reuters, the, the trust part of it. Life after slavery, 
we need to really focus on this at, at, at some other time in part two of this. Next article from RT International. United as never before, Maduro, Maduro leads military march, thanks Army for loyalty. Check out that article. Basically, they're, they're showing now that, that, that the coup in, in Venezuela was, was, was supposedly unsuccessful. And this is, let me give you a short of this before we get, because we're not going to cover this so much, but it's all a scam. And allegedly the United States had a deal with the top military leaders in, Maduro, in, in Venezuela to actually arrest Maduro on Tuesday or to put him on a plane, give him the option to get on the plane and go to Cuba. And so they were in talks for months, they say, and that they actually named the overall military leader, and then at the last minute, the military leader and, and the overall, those that were in agreement with him, stopped answering their phone. Could it have been a setup where they made the outreach so they wanted to know what they were planning, so Maduro and them were already in on it, and they said, all right, if they want to talk, let them make the negotiation. They made the negotiation. They got all the information. Then when it was time to act, they didn't let it happen. Or was it something else? Here's what it is that I think. It doesn't really matter because the outcome will be the same. They are, trying, they are currently trying to move to war. So there is no opposition to stop this because the general population of the world is sitting by idly not moving and removing their energy from this system to prevent all of this from happening. It doesn't matter what their negotiations are. There's already an agreement to subjugate and enslave people globally. So that agenda is being energized so the the universe has to live by the spirit of the law. What has energy lived? We are not giving energy to something in, contra in contrast to this. We are not establishing something else with our energy and, and correlating that energy and collaborating that energy for that agenda to be ex in existence and to be living and in truth so we don't have it. And we won't have it. These individuals are executing their free will. And they're deceiving people to support their free will, which is against us all. There is no move. There is no collective fruited move globally of the, the people of the world from disengaging their participation and their energy into this and to establishing something else. So they're not negotiating. They're agreeing. And they're agreeing how they're going to facilitate that without triggering the people saying no and we need to do something else and come together on masses. Yes, it can be done in small areas because they can't stop that, but they don't want the masses of people to come together. And what will they do to ensure that? They'll destabilize everything through chaos and collapse so that people will have to deal with that instead of conjoining. Next article from RT International, Russia's top global gold buyer list listed, is listed as the top gold buyer as it turns away from the U.S. dollar. Check out that article. Next article, Helpless, Why Doe uh, Worth More Dead Than Alive to Venezuela Coup, Ron Paul uh, Institute uh, said, and we talked about, I talked about that before. Yes, being set up. Next article, 
from alt market. The crash in the U.S. economics fundamentally is accelerating. Yes, so that was in the news. I'm going to go into uh, our commercial break. Scotty, give me two minutes. And then when we come back, if you'd like to get in on the conversation, we're going to jump in today's conversation, today's show. Very important show. Radio show, Talk Radio Network. We'll be right back after this quick commercial break. Get our best trained, best educated, best equipped, best prepared troops refuse to fight. Matter of fact, it's safe to say that they would rather switch than fight. Right here, get it. Let's get this part. 
tuned in to the Black Talk Radio Network. For podcasts and live program scheduling, visit us on the web at blacktalkradionetwork.com. Hey, Dave, we back, man. You there? Hey, Scotty. Can you hear me, Scotty? Yes, I hear you now. Okay, sorry about that. Okay, welcome back, everyone, to Tando Radio Show, brought to you by Black Talk Radio Network. If you'd like to get in on the conversation, give us a call, 704-802-5056, 704-802-5056. And we got Pastor Keith uh, this call, and we're going to get into t- today's show. Very, very important. We're going to be talking about uh, the overall slave institutions uh, and how they've expanded in so many different ways and some of the things that's facing us individually, our families, and in the overall community at large. And just before we do that, I just want to say this. Scotty. I appreciate you and Pastor and, and all, everyone here at Black Talk Radio Network so much. There is a promo, and this, this one young lady, has, she's done some other stuff with Scotty before. Her and Max had a crazy, crazy uh, uh, rap. And then the Freedom one. And when Scotty plays that, everything is purposeful. And as Scotty, you know, Scotty, you hear Scotty talk about how Malcolm really spoke to him when it came to talking about the media and propaganda and how, to, how, how powerful it is. And that was, that was actually spoken and put out as energy by Malcolm for individuals like Scotty that that would resonate with. And resonating them to make a make a move and make changes and make commitment to things. And, and Scotty heard that and responded to it. And Scotty does things very purposefully, understanding how important our own propaganda is. But the difference between our propaganda, there's a difference between an artist and a politician. A politician will lie to keep you from the truth. An artist will even use a lie to get you to the truth, though. But the overall thing about the truth is that the truth that our propaganda is for is for sustainable spirit by the spirit of the law, self-determination, sovereignty, so that you can live in under the guidelines that was granted to you so that you can live under the auspice of self-determination, sovereignty, prosperity, and sustainability, not under subjugation. And so whenever you hear that freedom drop that Scotty had, 
Find that resonation that's there, that frequency that's there. Don't ignore it. Embrace it. Accept it. Because it's powerful. And I really do appreciate all of you and what we do because we've already won by resisting. And I'll never forget when I heard Scotty say that. We've already won by resisting. And it's so true. Last thing. Our measure of success should not be gauged by our fame. It should actually be recorded by our sustainable journey. What are we doing past ourselves? And that's very, very important, and that always wins. So we're going to get into today's show, and today's show is about the revolution, how slavery has been revolutionized in so many different aspects. Aspects, And one of the things is through the slave trade of children and the slave trade of, of the sex slave trade and, and just slavery. There's actually domestication enslavement. And we, we just look at somebody has an aid or, or, or um, a chaperone. No, that's not what's happening. This is... Among the wealthy, no, that's not what happening. That's happening. It's actually enslavement, and we have to look at these things for what they really are. Scotty sent a very important article yesterday, and it was from Global Research. And then, then Keith told uh, told me about how many women in our community is missing. Did, and then we're going to talk about how many men are missing. There is a conspiracy agenda that has taken root that's been around for a very, very long time. And we must break this. And it's going to take our efforts to do it. So Keith, and Keith, you can chime in at any time. Keith said there was 64,000. I just want to say this as well. Here in the Texas-Dallas area, there are many women that have gone missing, and there is an active slave trade and entrapment that goes on in this city and in other cities. And it's quite disturbing. This is disturbing enough when I hear this, this isn't disturbing enough for me to say that as some as in in many instances, and this is being one of those instances, it's okay if we lose our lives in this fight because it's worth it. There is a measure of defense that we have to put up against these purveyors, these murderers. And we have to first change our overall selves. 
because we've been indoctrinated to this and we don't even know that we've been indoctrinated to this. When we accept that the system tells us that someone is better than someone else, and when we say and we accept that overall thought, what it is is the seeding to overall subjugation and tyrannical rule. That's really what you're accepting. You're taking poison and you're thinking it is a mineral and a necessity and a, a, a essential vitamin to your life. It will change your DNA. And they do it in vast, vast ways. They pay people that are so-called school more than those that aren't. Do you see the overall what's there? They're separating people. There's a divide. They're making people that get paid more think look less upon those that aren't. They're dehumanizing you. And they're disenfranchising you to what's true and what's correct. So then when you do that, you you look down upon people which the system needs so that it can actually build more momentum off of that to where you'll even say it's okay to enslave people because they don't look like those are immigrants from another country. Those are them. They are refugees. These all of these trigger words are put there for you to engage and uphold what they're doing and to be a part of it. The devil never likes to stand before trial. What the devil wants to do is actually bring everybody to conviction. And we fall for these falsehoods. And we don't see how fundamentally rooted they are in our society. Why do you pay one person so-called, even, even though the pay is false pay, as a debt instrument, why do you pay someone more for something else? And there's a reason is because you put in a, a caste system. And do you think that that caste system is going to be just, equitable, ethical, when, the, when they've already admitted they lie, cheat, and steal? There was an article that I forgot to put, and Scotty talked about it before, with Joe Biden with the cronyism and the overall <clears throat> nepotism that caused great problems in the Ukraine. We can't complain about something if we're upholding it. Because what we're really complaining about is that, hey, this has adversely affected me. I don't want it to adversely affect me. I don't want it to end. I want it to benefit me. I want to be on the other side. Since you can't beat them, then join them. Was that easy? And the reason why we become that easy is because we look at success from the eyes of fame. prestige and debt fortune. We don't look hey, at Dave. it from Yes, yeah, can you hear me? Yep. You know what? I, I agree with everything that you said. We are definitely uh plagued by uh uh me attitude, you know. But you know it's still not that simple. And the reason why it's not that simple is because of everything else 
that you've talked to today. I, I'm sitting here listening. I got a bone to pick with you. I know I never do that, and you got to comment about it. But the bone I got to pick with you today, uh, Dave, is there is so much meat and the things that you brought up today. We're, there's no way in we can get through all of this stuff in a week. But as I, as I listen to the things you're saying, you bring up so much meat, and it's all coming together in such an evil way on so many different levels. So for like what you were saying, you were saying that um, one of our problems is we think me and the advantages that we have over everybody else, and, and we, uh, we, uh, we benefit from this. Well, this is true. But the problem is it's not that simple. And the reason why it's not really that simple, in my opinion, a lot of it has to do with this. It's unconscious. We are being, like you said, with the Internet and the news and the propaganda and all of that, and I keep saying we, uh, but we're being done in such a subconscious way that the average people aren't even aware of it unless it's specifically placed in front of their feet to say, look at this. But that's not being done. Not by the masses, not by the group. It's, we're being lulled into a, a, a type of thinking without us being aware of it. I, I often call it the, the uh, factor. And what I mean by the factor is back in the day when we were growing up, if we heard something as simple as murder, it was like, you had the shock a shock value there. Well, we're being bombarded by so much evil and stuff now that we don't even think about it. It doesn't even register in our psyche. One of the things that you talked about, and I know I'm talking about so many subjects, but you brought them up, is this baby thing. About, about six months ago, uh, somebody sent me a thing. They said, investigate this. And what it was, was it was somebody abusing a newborn. And I was shocked. I was like, man, how, I couldn't believe it. But in the last six months, I've come across so many of these things. It's mind-blowing. But what it's doing is I don't have the shock that I did the first time I saw that. I want to. It disturbs me greatly. It still disturbs me greatly. But, but again, the American people are rolling into this, this bombardment of consciousness that's taking them into these levels of evilness that you talked about, and they're doing it without it being a conscious thought. So it's like you said, they're becoming everything that they detested, but they're doing it in a way that they're not even aware of. Now, that doesn't hold true to everybody. I understand that. But that's how propaganda works on the masses. And then you bring in what Scotty was talking about, the slave mentality, and that this country was based on that. Well, that's just added to everything else that you've talked about. You've got so much meat today. I, I, I don't even know where to start. And, you know, we, we, were, we were starting off, and Scotty sent an article, and it's inside of, Scotty sent it yesterday. 
The essence of evil, sex with children, has become big business in America. And that is so true. And I think that how the pedophiles were able to get their appetite to always to be serviced. There's always a menu of children for them to choose from, to select from. It was done in a very methodical way. It was done through talent shows. It was done through children or organizations that were said that they put these organizations to teach children something and so that the parents can, you know, just give us your children. We'll teach them these things. You can go off. It was done through camp. It was done through children activities. And a lot of these things were actually funded and actually put together by pedophiles. So that they can get access to, but the real access that they wanted, they knew that they would have a limited number of children if they can just scorn or scorch the morality of the parents. If they can scorch the morality of the parents, then they would be participating in activities that their children will now all of a sudden go missing like a tree falling in the wilderness. No one hears the scream, the fall. And they change things with, you, you see, like two-piece swimsuits for little, for little babies. They, they, they actually put people in, in, in propagandized having photos with children with no clothes on and, and, and putting it on the Internet as, you know, as, and it's, see, the system knew what it was going to be doing for a long time. They knew that the Internet was going to be around way before the Internet came into existence. So what do you do is that when you're going to use that as a tool of crime, first thing that you're going to do when you commit a crime, you clean it up before you do it. So you remember there used to be an onslaught of people. And I used to always wonder why, why is somebody taking pictures of a naked child in the tub and having it as part of their photos? Why are you waiting until that child is in the tub and taking a picture of a child in the tub? I don't see any pictures of this child. I see that overall ceremonial thing, but I don't see pictures of a child, let's say when they made their first uh, basket, or, or they did this or do that. We missed those, but you're going to capture a child in a tub? That's an agenda. And that actually those things, see, they start off small and they grow. Then the clothing's change, where now you got two-piece swimsuits for babies, what does a baby need to be in a two-piece swimsuit for? Unless someone has a sexual appetite for that. And then they get away with, it's cute. That's all that needs to be done? 
is that you got to make something cute. Well, the reason why it's cute because it's perverted. Hey, Dave, have you ever seen those photos where the whole family be naked, including the little children? That's the family photo. Everybody's naked. What? No. I ne- no. I, 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 oh, wow. Yes, I've, yeah. seen, I've seen those photos, you know, on the websites where, you know, they'll just show you crazy yeah. stuff. And, and yeah. that's a yeah. thing, man. I've seen several of them. And, and I've seen it where it might just be one of the parents with the naked baby on their back or, or whatever. But I've seen one. Where I the, have seen those. Yeah, where, where the whole family was naked one time. I have seen that. Wow. Wow. They, and, and this is how... You remember how I told you I brought this up several times. And I told you that what they used to do in Vietnam was they take the newbies and they would take them out to the massive grave site and they would sure. make them kick in the head and they were disgusted but within a couple of days it didn't bother them anymore. Uh, that's yeah. exactly is what is going on with us today. Psychological exactly. psych, it's a science program. Yeah, it's, it's exactly right. It's got and it grow and let me tell you something. They not only done they've done that with children in so many different ways. They've done that with sexuality with children. This is why you're starting to see let me ask you something. How many people here would give a child that's ten years old, eleven years old, nine years old, or eight years old? How many of you would give that child the keys to your car to drive themselves or to drive you to the grocery store? Nobody would consciously do that in their right mind. Right? Nobody would do that. How about this? How many of you would give that to a child that hasn't this now there are some children that I've seen children that can fly planes and everything else because they've been doing it they've actually put the time in and everything else they got the experience they got the know-how they know what they're doing so that's different but I'm talking about every other child today but in today's world check this out what's happening and it's an agenda where young people under the where their brain hasn't even fully developed and big kudos to the doctors that have been that have that have come out and say do not allow your other doctors to prescribe opioids for dental treatments because the brain hasn't functioned and developed in young people. And it, see, this is a good move towards the other way because it's going to expose things to those. Doctors. I didn't mean to jump there, but there are some doctors that are doing that, and it was on Cerebrally Naive Network. And I was proud that they had that. I was happy that they had that because it was, it, was, it was true, and their commentary on it was spot on. They even said just because the authorities say it doesn't make it true. And not only that, you can't always trust the authorities. Whoa. That's very true. And I would tell you, you never can. But back to my point. How many will give your 
eight-year-old, your seven-year-old, six-year-old keys to the car to drive you, Key, or, or access to a plane to fly the plane, and you sit in on a passenger seat and let them fly. But what's happening is now when these young people aren't even developed, there, are, there is an agenda. There is a sweeping move. There is an indoctrination program to, to give these young people to, to the choice to choose their gender by medical change. It's perversion. It's debauchery. And this is all a part of the pedophile agenda. Dave, what's the name of that school overseas where you go to become a Rhodes Scholar? You talking about to become a, it's, it's different ones. You're talking about um, Cambridge, Oxford. Oxford, there you go. So several years ago, right after they had passed legislation concerning homosexuality and stuff, they, they, they came out with this study out of Oxford. What they said was they're doing the study now. But because of the preliminary information that they're getting, basically they said there's nothing unusual about a full-grown man being sexually excited due to a prepubescent female. So they're justifying grown men being attracted to these little, little girls. Again, all of that's on track to do for us to kick in the head to dead being calm. It's just putting yeah. it into your mind whereas there's nothing wrong with this stuff that they're doing. They're just making it's you perverse. comfortable with it. Yes. And get into to so that you will be seared to it. You won't be shocked by it. You won't stand against it. You won't have a ethical objection. Is what this indoctrination does is to minimize your ethical objection. So Scotty sent this article. Children are being targeted and sold for sex in America every day. This is uh, this is America's little dirty secret, and I will say this is the United States, but I think it's wise to say America because it does encompass the hemisphere of America. Sex trafficking, especially when it comes to buying and selling of young girls, has become bigger business in America. I would say this. There is even a bigger business that's not even spoken about as much. It is the selling, the selling of young boys. It's probably even larger than young girls. And it's hidden even more. Sex trafficking, especially when it comes to buying and selling young girls, has become big business in America, the fastest growing business in organized crime. Let me stop there. What does organized crime mean? Well, let me give you a definition of what organized crime is. It means that it's stamped by a government because they're the organizer of all crime because they regulate Everything. The word regulate means to fix, establish, control. 
So whenever you regulate, that means that the government is organizing their criminal agenda to fix, establish control. The fastest growing business in organized crime and the second most lucrative commodity traded legal, illegally after drugs and guns. I would say no, it's not the second. It's the most lucrative and all of the corporations do it. It's called human resources. That's why they say humans are resources. They're tangible assets that can be traded as commodities. That's slavery. That's their, that's, but that's them saying it in a politically correct way, which is always morally wrong. As an investigative journalist, Collins noticed, noted it's becoming more lucrative and much safer to sell malleable teenage teens than drugs or guns. A pound of heroin or AK-47 can be uh, re uh, retailed once, but a young girl can be sold 15 to, 10 to 15 times a day. And a righteous and a righteous pimp confessed a hundred percent, a hundred percent of her earnings. Excuse me, a righteous pimp confiscates a hundred percent of her earnings. Consider this: every two minutes, a child is exploited in the sex industry, according to USA Today. Adults purchase. Adults purchase children for sex at least 2.5 million times a year in the United States. Who buys a child for sex? Otherwise, ordinary men from all walks of life. And I would just say it is not just men. It's women as well. Now, this is... You know, Keith, this is shocking. This is worth us fighting for. If all of your children and all of the children in your family are safe, I would say this. This is becoming an opportune moment for us to sacrifice and lose it all because we are. It's just a matter of time. You know, Keith talked about the uh moment. But there's also another moment. There's the ah moment and then there's the mm moment. And the mm moment is where people say, oh, that's so wrong. But that's all they do. Because it doesn't affect them. But then when it affects them, they scream. And they say this because the system has taught us to say this. Why isn't somebody doing something about this? Why isn't someone helping me with this? Here's the thing. If we will remove ourselves from what we've been taught to, then we all can help each other, and you can do something about it with everyone else as well. And you can actually create the overall terms and the conditions under the environments that's based off of your moral absolutes that you live by. 
Are you going to come across sick individuals that do certain things? Yes. Being sick is not a crime. But when your sickness affects someone else, that's where your sickness becomes a burden. And that's unacceptable. That's totally unacceptable. We got to get ready to go to a commercial break. And in this commercial break, Scotty, if you would, if you would play, play Freedom, if you can, I would greatly appreciate it. If you'd like to get in on a conversation in the last half hour of the show, give us a call. We're going to come back, go to Keith with what he uh, hey, the talked name, about. The, it, the name of the track is that, from the uh, 27, The Most Perfect Album. Uh, the artist, her name is Cash doll cash doll and the name of the track is actually 13th amendment she's talking about the exception clause of the 13th amendment yes and that cross pollinates to it all because it is the 13th amendment and the 13th amendment has a million attachments to it millions of attachments and the sex trade of children women and men is just one bullet point one bullet of it all so we're getting ready to go to a commercial break we'll be right back great creator willing if you'd like to get in on the conversation give us a call 704-802-5056 we'll be right back land of the free it lies the home of the homeless too many die every day, and we really just want this freedom. 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 
Radio, your choice for digital black radio, new black media for the new millennium. Okay, welcome back, everyone. The Tando Radio Show brought to you by Black Talk Radio Network. If you'd like to get in on the conversation, give us a call 704 802 5056. 704 802 5056 is the call in number. And today's show, we're looking at want us to really think about. If we will compromise ourselves with our with our children, then we've actually surrendered ourselves to subjugation and enslavement forever. And I don't think that that's necessary. I don't think that that's who we truly are, but we are faced with it. So now in, in being faced with it, there comes a time and there, there comes the moment where there needs to be a line that's drawn in the sand. And that line has, can be determined by whoever, whatever your overall line in the sand will be. But I think that it's appropriate to draw a line in the sand and say that I won't cross this because I'm not a punk. I'm not a coward. I'm not going to allow myself to engage in this because this is really what this is all about. And I will say there are many organizations that are fighting this, and they need your support. I know of some that are in the area that I'm in, and I will be assisting them. I remember when I was shocked to hear, but I was more than shocked. I was moved to action, really, when I heard of a specific place that I know of that I was told by people that covertly fight against this that things are going on at this at this one area. And it disturbed me every sense I heard it. And I heard it from someone that's that's very dear to me. So there is human trafficking going on where you are. And it's in very diverse measures of it. Scotty has committed his life to it, the 13th Amendment. That's human trafficking. The sex, the sex, the sex slave trade of men and women, that's human trafficking. Of children, that's human trafficking. The draft is human trafficking. Wars are human trafficking. Collapsing of economies is human trafficking. 
So there's much for us to stand up to. And there's no excuse for us not to participate. Find your niche in this fight and start digging at it, is what I would suggest. I think we spend too much time trying to get acceptance into this system, and we're wasting the opportunity to nullify it. We give too much energy in trying to make it, and we don't spend enough energy trying to create something adverse to it. You know, Keith, if you would, yeah. the 64,000, yes, I can hear you. The 64,000, Keith told me about an article he read that 64,000 missing black women. And, I, and when Keith told me that, I said, Keith, you know what? It's so funny. I don't see black women as much as I used to see them. And even in the places where there is more of a concentration, I realize that that concentration and now has been quite noticeably diluted. And I'm like, oh, my. And then... I used some, there were some words that, that I used that I won't use on air. You know, you come to an oh shoot moment. And I'm noticing that everywhere that I go now. And especially in the areas where there was, there was a higher concentration, that concentration has been so diluted that is more than noticeable now. It's far, it's far more alarming. Keith, I think that Sir. that number of 64,000 is far, far short of the real overall impact we are losing percentages. Hey, Dave. I think, yes. One of the things that we didn't mention was another article, just to bring it in perspective a little bit, and, and it, 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 it dealt with a few more things, but they talked about the fact that there's 1.5 missing black men. 1.5 million. Um with that being said, if you look at the reasons why and stuff, it goes back to literally you're looking at genocide. So when the people know they're being on, on that level, you're not going to see them. You know, they're scared to go outside. They don't go outside. They don't socialize. You lose out on all that interaction. Around. It, it involves so much stuff. You know, it involves so much. Hey, hey, but Keith, when have you ever heard an official 
and we're not going to pick on Trump, but anybody, any official with that many missing, you know, I, I earlier that article said 800,000 children go missing a year. You just talked about how many black women go missing and then the 1.5 million black men is missing. How is that not a national security issue? Right. How well, is that not a, a national emergency? The reason why it's not a natural emergency we know, is yeah, because, but actually, we know why. Well, and, and that's yeah. kind of my point, but that's kind of, you know, in, in I'm going to wing off into another conversation within the same conversational. And that's why, again, you have to look at this stuff because you have all these conversations, you have all the narratives, you have all of this kind of stuff, and then on top of that, you got to throw race into it. Well, why you bring race into it? Because as the people in color, it affects us totally different than just the academic information that the conversation would have without race. The reason why it's not a news story is because of race, because they don't care about us. I'm I'm gonna disagree with you a bit. I'm gonna disagree with you slightly there. I agree with Dave. They don't care about anybody. They don't care about nobody. They don't even care about these little white kids that's missing. They don't care. That's kind of true, but the the reason why you have to dispel that is because there's a totally different way. You look at the way the media handles when a a person that doesn't look like us, a woman, a child, or whatever, when they don't look at us, it's a whole total different agenda the way that that's covered. Even if you look at the Amber Alert. Well, I was about to say that. Say that again? I was about to say, the people that they cover in the mainstream media ain't even .001% of the people that's missing. They don't care about anyone. They don't. They don't care. They don't care. They don't care. I haven't seen 800,000 uh, Amber Alerts a year going out. I mean, that's that's all I should be seeing on Twitter and social media. It's 800,000 profiles of children that have gone missing. Have you seen them? Call this. No, I'm not seeing that. Yeah, and it's, you know, it's, And one of the things that that was critical in this whole thing, and, and we talked about it earlier, was this whole thing with immigration. They, the immigration is being used to as oh, a absolutely. cloak. Right, immigration is used as a cloak. You know, and I want to say this: one of the cloaks and getting 1.5 million black men missing. Chief, that was the number. 1.5 million that they said, right? Yes. Right? That cloak yeah. was because, because of they criminalized through the criminal justice system because there's more people of color, more black men in, in jail at a disparately greater uh, rate than what the population is. That was the cloak 
for that as well. There are many cloaks in this overall whole thing. Immigration is one. The, the judicial system is another one. Poverty is the greatest one. Poverty is the greatest one. Because poverty, in poverty, you get people so dysfunctioned, you get people so distraught, so despondent, that they give up their children. You get people to engage in activities they would otherwise not look at. You know, the, the eugenics uh, agenda is really nothing more than, uh, uh, it's really pedophiles. It's really a pedophile agenda. And then you get, poverty is one of the tools that's used because poverty is so influential with crime. With being able to snatch people and being able to take them without any, without any recourse or anyone even noticing. Immigration is another one. You destabilize places, and then they will have to put, their children will start to starve, and then you can go in and take them. Aid is another one. Humanitarian aid. They use humanitarian aid to, to, to perform the overall uh, trafficking, human trafficking, and to have coups and to, to, to invoke a war paradigm and to steal resources. Let me tell you something. There's a reason why there's a crosshairs, and there's a reason why that crosshairs is red. It's a red cross. There are so many cloaking devices in this overall agenda because this is really subjugation has to have in order to have it in order to have it in order for subjugation to have influence it has to have an asset and a resource that has intrinsic value that is human life and it's done in so many in in a myriad of ways it's done through the overall health care system. They get people so sick that they, they actually make the great transformation. They're summarily murdered, and they're, they're What is really happening to the overall organs of individuals? We don't know. We just trust that the system, you got to call this person when someone passes away. you got to do this and do that. And then they take that overall... We don't even know we have faith, blind faith in this system, and this system has already embedded itself in every facet of our life. It actually has told us what life is. This is where you're to go. This is what you're to do. These are the authorities. You'll follow their instructions. Everything is obey, obey, obey. Nothing is think for yourself. And because of that, you have a paradigm that ubiquitous fraud, corruption, and malfeasance will become a plague. The solution to it all is very easy but hard to gather momentum on. 
But that doesn't mean just because it's hard doesn't mean that we don't engage in it. If we really want to have what was granted to us, self-preservation, sovereignty, self-determination, and true spiritual and truth from the spirit of the law, true wealth, then we're going to have to, it was given to us, now it's the fight to maintain it. And that fight will have to be spiritual, but it will even be broken down to the smallest compound where it has to be physical as well. There's a defensive posture that we have to have globally. And that defensive posture has to be upheld mentally, physically, and spiritually. It was granted to us. It's just like if someone gave something to you, once they've given it to you, that gift is yours. Now the protection of that gift is up to you. You shouldn't allow someone to come and take it from you. Okay, you said a couple of times it was given to us. Uh, elaborate on that. You're talking about by our divine creator from the very beginning, or what are you referring yeah, to? Exactly. Exactly. What was given to us, see, we didn't ask to come here. So in, in coming, it was granted to us, but everything that we, we need would be granted to us as well. But now that it is, now it's a measure that we have to fight to uphold it. If we want sovereignty and self-preservation that was given to us, the overall ecosystem is there for, for that to actually facilitate and nurture those overall uh, requirements and those needs. But in order for that to happen, we have to want it and we have to defend it. And that defense is not short of, but not exclusive to, a physical fight. It includes that, but it also includes the spiritual nature of it all. There has to be a fight that we have to engage to make sure that we are not what we become. Excuse me, we are not what we had to endure so that we don't become that. That's a spiritual fight that we have to maintain within ourselves, and that fight has to be inwardly and outwardly. Uh, else, what we see now will only grow. The infection will only grow. The system is working the way it is working because there are individuals that are executing their free will to ensure that that happens. So they're giving you the over, they're back, basically telling you the keys to success is what are you giving your energy to? So I just want to say much love, much respect. We got to end the show. Once again, my condolences, my energy to Scotty and family and, and know that the great transformation is is perfectly beautiful. And if you need anything, Scotty, let me know. Thank you all. Great creator willing. Uh, we'll be back 
maybe on Tuesday or, or definitely we'll be back on Wednesday depending on uh, Scotty's availability. We'll, we won't be on air on Monday. And I want you to think, where is, it that, where is the line in the sand? If the line in the sand is only for you and your children, then it's not going to be achieved. You put your children and yourself at risk. The true, me- the true measure of love is when you're willing to make sacrifice for, for those you don't even know. If you are not willing to actually draw a line in the sand for other people's children and themselves, then there will never be a line in the sand. We, and basically what I'm saying, we have to fight for what's ethical and right. And the cost of that fight is minimal. Nothing should be expensed. Because the gains of it are eternal. Much love, much respect. Never goodbye. As always, we'll see you later. And to remember, fortune to give one away. We'll talk to you soon. Peace. Gold dinar would have had serious consequences for the world financial system, but may also have empowered the people of Africa, something black activists say the U.S. wants to avoid at all costs. We're slicing cake. We're slicing cake.